Hello! Welcome to Culture Illiterate. Witness, four longtime friends grapple with the consequences of watching through every theatrically released Marvel and DC movie in order. I am one of your hosts, Jake. I know what your kink is, and you disgust me. With me are my co-hosts. I'm Jason, and uh, I just had some ice cream. What a nice fun fact. Say anything, Matt? It's usually when you go. Oh yeah, it's my turn. My name's Matt, and fun fact about me, I am not a fan of bestiality. Not a fan? Does that mean you're kind of okay He's a with super it? Fan. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put that shit near me. I won't hit you. He's a stan. Uh, all right, and I am Sean. Uh, I have a question for our audience that they'll never be able to answer. I want to know what. So we have furries, we have scalies. What do you call uh, people who want to like be a bird? Are scalies a real? Th- yes, they are a real thing. You've never, never heard, heard of scalies? I thought no, it just all. I thought I have any not. animal fucking all fell under beast. You guys uh, under don't furries. read or write, huh? Y'all need to get up on no, your. No, you guys, you guys <laughs> are out of touch. I don't want to be I just, in touch. I just want to know if it's if knowing what a scaly is requires me to do so. You're Jason. so hateful. They're not hurting. I need to know if there's something different for birds. Is it featheries? They, they hurt my eyes. Then just don't watch it. The thing is, I wish I could move. Say we were gonna move on from this path of conversation, but unfortunately, because we're talking about Howard the Duck today, and anybody who may know about that film may know why this will come up again. Um. Unfortunately, I think we're, if anything, going to be circling back to this at least one more time. <laughs> Before we get into it, though, I gotta, I gotta have a wreck. You have a wreck? You know? yeah, I have okay. a wreck. Oh, well, I was gonna say, does. this is the first time we've recorded in, we've seen each other, but it's the first time we've recorded together in almost a month, so. That is true. We should hopefully have to talk, stuff to talk about. So, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Fuck you. <laughs> I just saw this. I don't know, it's this little indie film, I don't know if you guys have heard okay, of it. Okay, this sounds better. It's truly, when I say masterful cinema, now, and you get that kind of picture in your head, now even better than that. The thing is, is this, this is gonna be such was. a dead meme by the time this episode actually comes out. I don't give half a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this for clout. I'm telling you my opinion. Minions won't be in theaters when this Honestly, comes maybe out. it still will be the way it's making money. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> okay, but jokes aside, though, about Minions, the Minions movie pissed me off because... <laughs> Let me tell you why. He took a 180. Jake knows why. Because there, on the soundtrack, there is a song by the rapper Yeet, and it's a good song. It's, it's not a good it song. Is, it is unironically a good song. Yeet it is, not. is that guy. But it's on the soundtrack, there, there's a special trailer made by Cole Bennett for that song with the Minions movie, and it's not in the actual movie. The whole movie, I was waiting for it. Like, I was about to turn up, and they just didn't play Yeet, and I was pissed. Mind you, Yeet turned down being on the XXL freshman list and playing Rolling Loud, but the Minions so movie got So he makes bad decisions. No, he made a lot of money. Fair enough, he also would have made money from the other thing. He made more money off of Minions. But you could have had a cumulative sum and not have been connected to the Minions. Yes, Matt? I also watched something. I watched um, Lightyear. Good movie, solid movie. Yeah, it was solid. The the villain was a little disappointing, but, you know, that goes for most Pixar films these days, so, yeah. I like how we're doing Wreck. Like, Jason comes in with, like, a sort of Wreck, and then Matt's just like, I watched Lightyear. It was kind of disappointing. It was kind of disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, I didn't go in with main expectations. It was solid, except for the villain. And it met my expectations, as in, it wasn't that great. But everything else was good. Did you like the cat, though? Because I know you're a cat guy. I did like Socks. Though, he, he spoke too much to be uh, an ideal companion of mine. 
But he was cute. So are you, Matt? I'm a little bit hurt as a companion of yours that speaks a lot. Matt, you're pretty cute. I don't. I don't think we're th we're thinking of like the same types of companions. What do you do with your cats? Huh? What do you? I pet it. I feed it, and I pick up its poop. You do two of those three things with me. I'll let the audience fill in which two. He pets him and picks up his poop. That was a lackluster don't. set of recommendations, no, I gotta I say. I don't sit here. There's not you invited us to be on this podcast. <laughs> don't sit here and shit on us now. Well, the, the thing is, is that there's nothing else to really we recommend. Can, we can, like, the only other thing i recommend seen. a show, Matt. <laughs> Well, it could be anything. It could well, be a I game. The boys season I, three. Been, I was rewatching. I was gonna say the boys season three, fucking fantastic. Well, I was inst instead of watching that, I was rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay. Because I haven't watched that a in a while, and there, a season came out, and I don't remember a lot of like the the previous seven. So I'm going through that right now. I'm currently on uh season season five. It's enjoyable if you can get past the copaganda. Mm-hmm. Very much so. But um. It's a yeah, it's a very good show from the from the creators of The Office and Parks and Rec. So you know, it's it's going to be at least decent at the least. If you're going to talk about shows in that vein, Superstore. Haven't watched. I watched a little while ago. I watched oh. it when quarantine hit. But Superstore is great if you've ever worked in retail and customer service in a public facing job. Superstore. I second that. I made a bomb ass omelet for myself the other day. Oh yeah, I thought you were going to talk about the Oreos or the pickles you made, but the omelet just for oh. yourself. Yeah, I made. A good omelet. I have pictures of it. We can post it on the on the socials when this episode goes up. You have the logins. If you want to care to do that, you can do that. Jason, have you ever tried cutting a hole in bread and then putting the egg in the middle of it? No, I've seen that on the internet. I tried. I did that tonight. It was so good. Do you like fried eggs? Love fried eggs. Okay, I couldn't remember. I've only ever seen you eat scrambled or omelets. So know? easy to do, and it was so good because I get toast and egg made at the same time, and then I just eat it at the same time. Well, I I made my omelet. I made an egg white omelet because. I'm trying to eat egg whites because I have a terrible diet and like the yolk is like so much cholesterol. But anyway, <laughs> I think we've beat around the bush long enough and it's time to talk about Howard the Duck. Released August 1st, 1986. Written by Willard Huck. H-U-Y-C-K. So pronounce Yuck. that how you will. Yuck. Glor and Gloria Katz. Directed by Willard Huck. And shot by Richard H. Klein. It stars Leah Thompson as Beverly Switzler. Jeffrey Jones as Dr. Walter Jennings. T Tim Robbins as Phil Blumbert. And as Howard the Duck, you have suit performers Ed Gale and Jordan Prentice. Puppeteering Howard are Tim Rose, Steve Sleep, Peter Baird, Mary Wells, and Lisa Sturz. And voicing Howard is Chip Zen. So... Going prior to this movie, what was y'all's experience with, have you seen the movie before? Do you have any experience with Howard the Duck as a character? Which one of us is starting? I'll start. So, I had, I, I mean, like, I know Howard as a character. I never read a comic about him at all. Maybe actually I have, but, like, nothing that, like, I could genuinely remember. Um, And so, like, I have, like, the fleeting idea of the character and everything that has to do with it. Um, And, like, I've also like like i i've obviously the movie is infamous so like i've heard all the things from duck titties to people having sex with ducks to like just the movie being bad also seeing like howard's suit and it looking like seeing it in, this is me giving opinions on the movie but like seeing it in motion was actually pretty cool but looking at still images of that thing looks creepy that's because its eyes are so dead that you know all you can focus is all focus on is the eyes when it's actually moving it's very expressive and it moves the actors 
moves pretty freely. So it, there's nothing like too unsettling about it. It's it's just the eyes. It's really you're it. unsettling, Matt. Thank. You're also cute. Thank. But so yeah, that's about as much as like I'd I had never seen this movie, which was kind of weird because I know it's always it's always been a movie that I I've heard about and has been talked about and have has been something that has been the butt of jokes for a very long amount of time. I just never took the time to sit down and see it because it was like it was never that high on the list of things to see despite its uh it wasn't wasn't the top of your priority top list? of my priority list you know what the top of my priority list last weekend was it was top gun maverick that it was good and that's a real recommendation right there uh, but yeah so like i it, it's a fucking weird ass movie anyways so <laughs> i so personally i like as i remember as a young kid like i knew that howard the duck existed as a character and then i remember flipping through the tv once and saw like probably five seconds of howard the duck that was like airing on tv and i was like oh they made it a movie that's funny because he's a duck and that's funny but that that's where it ends in terms of my uh personal you good matt Simmer down. Yeah, Matt just does things and doesn't realize it picks up on audio. Oh, sorry. Or it about just that. doesn't care. You gotta shut that fridge door hard. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Listen, Matt. We've been low fire no, the whole time we're doing this. I'm listen, not really sweating. It, it you makes the water. it a more personal experience for the listener. We need somebody to narrate what's going on so at least some of the things make sense where it's like we all stop and look at Matt and he's just raising his hand while we talk. Is your proposal that one of us does that or that we, we have to get a fifth, get a fifth person, fifth person to narrating in this room. everybody else's actions? No, just go on like fiverr or something and get get a narrator and to like talk over post recording we could just inst instead just like invest in like a like a like mid-tier camera just put it there and record all of us sitting on the couch or something yeah we gotta <laughs> why not and you know what that no that's only for that's the only patreon for the patreon members, members. Yeah. listen go to our patreon at www.patreon.com slash we make a lot of starting a patreon jokes for a podcast but i think no 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 we all we we got four the, listeners four listeners because we all vanity it. listen this is the first episode we've recorded since our intro episode went up and we all vanity listened the day of. oh I, I was at work and i listened i was at it was it was the first thing i did in the morning i was at work and i i listened to it while i was washing dishes but listen jake i'm just trying to get us that bread when i talk about patreon that's like even though we don't have one like to bring up our our sponsors like that delicious blizzard i had from dairy no well uh -huh. you're gonna get us soon no. not a sponsor no you just have to gaslight them into thinking you just have to gaslight them. Uh, gaslighting uh, brains that's not uh, back to idea. howard the duck I also forgot that the one thing I did know prior to the movie, come, uh, like seeing the movie, was also the song. The thing about Howard the Duck is he's a 27-year-old who lives in on Duck World, a planet similar to Earth but inhabited by anthropomorphic ducks. I said that word wrong, and orbited by twin moons and shaped like an egg. As he's reading Play Duck in his living room, his armchair suddenly propels him out of his apartment building and into outer space. Howard eventually lands on Earth in Cleveland, Ohio, of all places. Uh, upon arriving, Howard encounters a woman being attacked by thugs, whom he defeats using a style of martial arts called Quack Fu. The woman introduces herself as Beverly Switzler and decides to take Howard to her apartment to let him spend the night. The following day takes Howard to Phil Blumbert, a scientist who Beverly hopes can help Howard return to his world. After Phil is really revealed to only be a janitor, Howard res resigns himself to life on Earth and rejects Beverly's aid. He soon applies for a job as a janitor at a local romance spa. Romance spa is a way to say it. Um, you know, a brothel. But eventually quits and returns to Beverly, who plays in a band called Cherry Bomb. 
at the club where Cherry Bomb is performing, Howard comes across the manager and confronts him when he insults the band. A fight breaks out in which Howard wins. So, starting out, I think the first thing we have to address is the play doc. Torn, he, this movie is horny off the bat. It's really interesting because, yeah, if you, if you heard that and were like, play doc, yeah, it's exactly what you think. And if you think maybe it's like an illusion in like the background, no, you see there's multiple shots of full on, full frontal duck titty. They have nipples. It's really weird. Don't think about it too much. I don't want to think about who had to design the suits for that. The thing is like, ducks wouldn't have nipples because they don't do wait, milk. Wait, wait, wait. And you later see Howard shirtless and he also doesn't have nipples. I, I have a question. Do you think that I, I would assume that they probably had multiple suits to use? But, like, do you think that those were also just Howard suits that they retrofitted with titties? Um, I think, well, no, no, because you would have had to do that at that point. You're doing it at the end because you're going to have to retrofit. Like, it was a pretty permanent decision. I think from the jump you have, because you see, while in Duck World, you see plenty of other suits. You see a duck with black feathers. You see a duck with the with the flat top hair, which really makes no sense. That just makes me feel a little, like, I'm curious as to, like, those suits probably costed a fair amount of money, especially Howard's itself, given all the puppetry and and everything that they have to do with it and all the anime uh, so like i'm just curious if they made more like a lot more was was there like a point in time where they were gonna have a larger amount of time in like their the duck world essentially yeah it does seem like a lot of effort for what amounts yeah. to like five minutes i would have to assume that they probably did like retrofit certain ones but I, I wouldn't think that the Howard suit... Some of them aren't necessarily suits, too. Like, the ones that are in the still photos around Howard's apartments, you can probably just make a, a figure. Or, like, some of them even... Or some of the ones that are just sitting there, you can maybe just have an animatronic versus having to put a person in a suit. Right. Well, and I think that for a lot of those, like, just, like, the still photos or, like, the, you know, just people on a TV screen or in the background, they probably... There's probably a fair bit of them just, like, they needed this many suits and then they just from there mix and match different outfits on the on the birds oh yeah there, there's definitely ones that are reused for the ones that are more just standard but there's ones that are like specialized whether it be yes the boobs or the dark feathers or the hair piece or whatever where you probably do have to have a unique a unique one but i think a lot of especially the ones in the photos again seem to be just kind of a standard duck i'm a little proud i am just i'm ruining it now but i'm a little proud of us for turning the the topic of play duck into just a general conversation as to how the the uh, costuming and set were done i know jason mentioned this during the movie but that's essentially in their world the, the way of saying like play human which sounds fucking weird so like but what would you call like a a, a male child duck well that's funny but play duck makes more sense than the other ones that like everything everything in duck world seems to be duck puns and some of them is just like club mallard that would just be like club, club human. human club human play duck at least is off of play boy so at least it's like a some type would of you say play game? foul what do you know. call like a what do you call they, a child they really duck? <laughs> This, I mean, the movie's riddled with really bad duck puns. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know why chick's more like a chick. Like that's chicken. just every bird. <laughs> yeah, I know, but maybe it's just like slang. A chick is only a chicken. Do they have other birds on Duck World? No, they, they said it was just ducks. <laughs> yeah, they... Well, I know, but we don't see... But you have to assume... He seems to know about apes and primates and whatnot, so that implies that those I, I would assume that, like, yeah, they probably exist, but they're unevolved into... Yeah, well, I knew, but that's what I've been mean, but, like, we have other primates on Earth. Are there other duck... Are there other birds on yeah. Duck World that are just unevolved? Well, yeah, because, like, how we have primates here that are That's aren't... what I just said. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just words out of my mouth into yours. Well, yeah, but I thought that <laughs> was... Because I, I feel like... No, I felt like I had to reiterate it because it was such a <laughs> dumb question. Like... <laughs> well, I know, but, but but the reason I say that is he's so free... I don't know, the eggs thing and, like... Anyway, okay, I think we're getting a little off topic. But, yeah... 
I think it's worth being addressed as who, who said it was horny off the bat? Sean we all agree that it was horny off the bat, but yeah. But I said it. That's the thing about this movie. It is, for 95% of it, it is a kid's movie, but then also you have a naked duck in a bathtub and Howard looking at porn and Howard working at a brothel and as he walks through it you see all these people having sex and it's like this is a clearly aimed at little children except for when it becomes like really overtly sex heavy which is like fine but it's just an interesting mismatch of like those two things it's like it's like if you went to go see Minions and then there was fucking titty the Minions like, start you, fucking you kind of have whiplash to be fair there are a fair bit of Minion ass shots in in, in minions fair enough but that's still not the same as like if they were like fuck the it. closest thing you can compare is the exploitation films of like the 1980s where all these wannabe directors shoot like a shoestring budget horror movie that they just fill with uh with titties just to get some kids to buy the vhs but tape. it's weird because it's not even like I, I see the comparison you're making but at the same time it's like not even like like something like that is like it's so frequent and gratuitous this is it's like a couple moments where all of a sudden it's just like boom animal and again some it being animal nudity is weird and then there's also the the, the brothel that he's working at, and it's like well why is this it, it doesn't it, it's so i want to be i wish i could be in the room when they were like coming up with this and how they decided on what was being kept in and what was being omitted because it's really weird that this is this movie is so sexual compared to and it's and, it, and again it's like over it's not like when we talked about batman batman is like a very horny movie um batman 1966 but it's all like you know innuendo and flirtatiousness and things like that like that'll go over kids heads and just kind of a general vibe and atmosphere this doesn't have any of that at all it just every once in a while has i don't want to say graphic because it's not like it's like fucking you're seeing people like penetration but like they just smother each when other's you have, faces like, top, and their like, topless moments even if they're anthropomorphic birds and people in like a lot of side boob it's, it's just a it's it's weird it's just kind of a weird mix because it for like for like 95% of the movie, it's not sexploitation. It's not comparable to that. And then it becomes like mildly that. It also like isn't, I also wouldn't moment. say it's even like that, Matt, like one of those horror movies. Cause it's just like the sex in this situation doesn't really feel like it's there to sell anything. I don't like, yeah, it does, it's weird. It's, it's, it's like they got bored and we're like, how much can we get? Just away such with? a weird thing to throw in there. Yeah. This, this is a definite upper tier compared to the movies I've mentioned. I think that you're giving them too much credit for, you know planning out the sexuality oh, of the movie oh i'm not giving them any credit i'm saying i'm saying they just threw that shit in on a whim well i want to be in the room when they decided to i don't think they really decided i think they just made yeah, it but that's what i mean i think i think they but they had to at some point in this like they had to be in a script yeah and i'm th i i think they had to be some guys who did not who were on a lark just like maybe what drunk, if we made like, death titties? wouldn't it be funny if howard was jerking no, off I, I, in my mind i don't think that they that they put that much thought into it even if it was just a drunken thought i think it was just oh this well i mean the thought had to happen at some because you had to like again for the bird you have to like make the costumes you have to film the scene you have to get the extras for the brothel to be at least a fair amount of thought because you have to per you have to make those suits and that takes a long ass time i'm aware that how much do you know about making furry suits sean I know Curious that they cost that you know a that. lot of money. <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying, I, I'm aware that making a film, you know, you have to plan all of it out. And obviously it was in the script to be, you know, 
pushed through to the movie, but I don't necessarily think when they were making the script, they thought that out that much. I think it was more so just, like, funny. Well, he- here's the thing, and I want to get a little bit more on topic, because we're coming up on a half hour, or we've spent most of this time talking about either not the movie or talking about specifically duck titties. That's how you know we're getting good at That's a good point. But I do think, to this point, if that synopsis seemed, like, kind of sudden, it is because I think a lot of the pacing with the movie's off. I do want to say, in regards to the ducks themselves, I do think Howard's suit and the subsequent other duck suits, they all look really good. They're pretty impressive. The eyes are a little dead, but I guess, there's, you know, there's only so much you can do with that, especially, like, in the time um but pretty and generally impressed with the howard suit and the general howard performance that he actually feels like a living character to me um that's definitely a highlight it's just some it's just i had a similar opinion then there's nothing i can add the suit the suit was pretty good it's kind of an empty movie like i didn't take a ton of notes i just feel like i didn't have a lot to say to be honest here's the thing though this this movie's gonna be like one of those one of those scenarios where there's just nothing to talk about but the scenes where we do have something to talk about we can talk about for at least an hour. Like well, it's, it, just, it's just kind of boring for the most part. It's not even interesting, Pat. I think it's just boring. I'm so confused by this movie just because, like, have, having obviously seen it all, uh, I don't think it's nearly as bad as everything says it is. I think it's fairly serviceable. I, so uncomfortable. I think the pacing was okay. I think the I think the suit looks really good to me. I, I think I have, like, certain small issues with it. Like, just, like, tiny things. Like, again, the eyeballs is one of the things i wish like oh and how long the head is i i wish that like there are certain parts of it that are that are like look not too good like i mean like they've shown off his i'm gonna fucking talk about duck feet but <laughs> they show off his feet and they do not look good they look like they just slapped on pieces of plastic to his feet and they're like here you go and uh like i don't think it was that bad i wish there were, i wish there were certain parts that had a little bit more detail like that or like his bill a little bit that this is me saying small stupid things. I I honestly again think the suit was serviceable and did a really good job at it, but like small things like that. Um, I, and then like uh, again, like you said, the pacing. I didn't really have a problem with the pacing that that often. Anyways, the beginning was kind of weird. Maybe but... the pacing. I don't know. It, I don't even know if pacing is the right word, but it just feels like kind of put together. To me, in a way it just that, feels like... like it shifts from tonally and like just movie wise. It feels like it's going from each scene is just like or each moment act whatever you want to say whatever part of it like just feels like a different thing him, just, him and beverly just seem to form a form a relationship very quickly and a lot of the characters with that yes kind of, like it's just things like that it's like maybe not pacing because again i don't i don't really know how you'd restructure it or move things around other than just basically writing a whole new script and doing a whole different thing um with the story they have i don't know what the changes to make would be but it's just there is a lot of he meets beverly they have a big fight and then they're great friends. Like, it's just like the way it all kind of moves is so quick and it's not entire. It's, you know, he saves her. They have a nice night together. Then it cuts to them as we'll get to in the next, like, part of the plot synopsis. They have a fight and then they become, you know, and then she ends up being her boyfriend, which is a whole other can of worms. <laughs> and Hell it's yeah. just like it all just kind of happens. And I'm left being like, why, why did they care about it that's just the thing though it's not really the pacing it's more like how the movie is structured like the main villain doesn't even show up until like two-thirds of the way into the movie but it's but then it's like how do you fix that because if you move him earlier then what do you get rid of in the front half because the front half already has the issue of being too too quick with the development of howard and beverly's uh, relationship 
I also don't think this movie really needed a villain to begin with anyways. <laughs> yeah, I would have rather it just been a quest for him to get home and the whole, like, the characters and how they interact with each other being more like the situation rather than... Well, that's that's what it was at the beginning for, like, two-thirds of the movie until they, the accident happened, which we'll get into later. And then it just, tur it just turns into, like, this hero versus villain thing. Speaking of, let's move the plot along a little bit. So Howard rejoins Beverly backstage after the band's performance and accompanies her back to her apartment where Beverly persuades him to be the band's new manager. The two begin to flirt, but they're interrupted by Blumbert and two of his colleagues who reveal that a laser spectroscope they were inventing was aimed at Howard's planet and just transported him to Earth when, he when it was activated. They theorize that Howard can be sent back to his world through the reversal of the same process. So it's kind of an understatement to no, say they began to flirt. duck dick really fucking bad. She wanted that corkscrew. They, it is, she come, Beverly comes out in her underwear, in like silk underwear, and tries to seduce Howard, who is initially resistance, but sort of gives in, and they become interrupted, and when the camera cuts back to them, you see Beverly kind of moving upwards from her head being in a, at a lower position on Howard's body. Um, and, yeah, it's this movie the way we talked about i i know we spent and i think still think it is the official position of the cultural literate podcast i'm saying it right now the comic book movies superhero movies should be hornier all movies this one could have stood to be less horny or at least handle it better i think it could have been a little less awkward i think it should have gone full-on horny though and they should have fucked if you're gonna have that kind of flirtation in there fully commit fully commit to the duck human sex if they did that i'll actually leave it was that watching that scene was torture oh i can't oh my fucking god i vehemently disagree with all of you i think that no i think this was like one of the highlights of the film and i'm not even joking i'm not trying to be funny i thought it was incredible and you guys had such visceral reactions the fact that you're not trying to be funny is the, the worst part I, you guys had such visceral reactions i didn't think it was nearly as weird or out there as you guys acted like it was specifically matt but he i understand having a visceral reaction yeah <laughs> this is the man that said oh god when there were titties for 30 seconds in the godfather so we also have to talk about the fact that they open up howard's wallet and she pulls out a condom an unwrapped condom which is kind of weird and that's that's a bit of a funny bit to which matt said what is that quick side note from that story though if you're walking around with an unwrapped condom in your wallet play in traffic like <laughs> that's disgusting do you think that thing was crusty like just not not like actually like he used it or something, but like it's just crusty because he's just leaving it. It's just leaving it out in there. Those things need lube. I, honestly, I think it comes down to them determining that the unwrapped condom condom prop was clearer in what it was than if but, they had made a. But condom back to wrapper. the duck sex. I want to know. I want to know why you think it was like fine. I think it it was f I okay. Well, first of all, you guys compared it to bestiality. First of all, this isn't my main point, but I do think it is vastly different from bestiality. Well, the key is that Howard can can I I still think it's weird given the the body differences there. He's a sentient like and he's capable of consent as you said. And also on top of that, he's not exactly like a duck. Like obviously he has the physical attributes of a duck but if you saw howard the duck in a park you wouldn't be like oh there's a duck you'd be like that's a man duck so it's not the same as like oh i want to fuck this duck you know what i mean it's not the same it's not it's leagues apart and i'm i am standing here and i am 
on the Senate floor defending Beverly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't. I agree that it's not the same, but I don't think that doesn't make it sh very weird at minimum. He's also still to an entirely that different creature and be like, I kind of want it in. I'm not here to kink shame, though. I'm not into it. I am. Did you not hear my oh, intro? Well, you're a, you're not me. Okay. <laughs> Did I say Jake's not here to kink shame? No, I said me. I said me. Ah, no. <laughs> I'm the main no. character. All right. Here's a, here's no. our daily I'm reminder the that Jake's the main character. Jake yes. has the second Damn worst straight. main character syndrome of anyone. Second worst. Second worst. No, no, no. Because I better yes. a be below Priya. Better be below my own girlfriend, and I should also be below our sister. <laughs> um, hers no. is the most unhinged I've ever seen or heard. Okay. Listen, real quick. I'm gonna have to fend you because. I do think it's somewhat I am not on the boat of it not being weird and I do think some of the overtness of it could have been turned out toned down especially in conjunction with I do think it's a weird tonal shift between the rest of the movie which is really childlike that said I genuinely maybe this is a hot take really love Leah Thompson as Beverly Switzler I think she's actually like a really strong solid performance I think her and the shared performance of um, all the people mentioned earlier as Howard are the strong parts of the movie and while the nature of the relationship is rushed their scenes together do have um, a natural back and forth to them and I do think they have a uh, I would say friend-like chemistry but I guess romantic chemistry um, is what it is in reality I definitely agree that they're like even though like the relationship to it is like to get to that point is rushed they actually do a pretty good job of like showing that like they have like a friendship going on and that like they make coward feel like he's actually there as opposed to like i'm dealing with a suit and just like i agree yeah exactly and and that's one of the nice things about practical effects because if you had him as a cgi character nowadays it probably feels a lot more lifeless but I think ultimately, while I don't necessarily enjoy watching a grown woman try to seduce a duck man, I do think that's one of the better scenes in the movie because of their back and forth and their charisma. It's it's snappy. It flows as good as anything else does. There's some of the best simple, just the way the camera follows Beverly, like camera movement, but without keeping it, it's not male gazy at all. Um, but it like almost tracks Howard's eyes. Thing like and it's just it is one of the better moments, and it, that the two of them in general are the strong. See, of the this movie. is where you guys. Got me fucked up because you say you don't want to see a, a adult woman you know human woman seduce a duck i don't want to see that either but it's funny to watch <laughs> i don't understand it the is humor funny in that situation it, that is objectively because, funny. Like, there was no humor in that moment it was just pure horniness. yes there was there was there humor, was in that humor. Moment, i think there was humor in it but i don't know how much of it was intentional and ultimately i think jason's, I think fight, jason's right that there could be humor there but i just don't think it was done well in a humor sense in general to me the biggest flaw of this movie is it's a it's a comedy that's not funny it's what? not funny. I do not find this movie funny. You guys are insane. There's a couple good moments when Howard walks under the crossbar and they all stuck behind it. Or like there's a couple decent duck puns or like kind of what the fuck moments. But for the most part, it's just not funny. I think there are like parts of it that I find funny. Like like you said, I don't think the whole of it is funny. I think like I I I, this is why I feel weird about the sexual parts is because I can't tell if they were just trying to be funny or not with those. I, it was so clearly case, funny. I don't get the joke because like even though I'm the same person who's like ha 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 sex funny and says something that's like grossly sexual, I just seeing that humor and I I I am one to be able to criticize it at the very least for my overuse of it. I think it's just weirdly not funny. And just to be clear, just to be clear, uh, Howard the Duck has a family back in his home planet. 
parent, right? He has parents. Parents. He doesn't have like there's. He has a postcard from some some kind of love interest or whatever who's talking about like how she misses him and she wants to like fly back and kiss his bill or whatever. But it's not really. It's not really clear like the nature of how serious that relationship is. Um, he does not have like he doesn't have like a wife. Yeah, they seemingly show that a lot of his photos have him with multiple different duck women. Yeah, his one wallet photo. He's with two different women in it. Um, so it, it doesn't seem like he is tied down. Uh, he certainly doesn't have a family. Well, like a, like kids. He has parents. He has loved ones. This is where I'm fighting for my life on this podcast, okay? <laughs> go for no, it. Go listen. for it. I like, I like this. This is entertaining. I'm so upset because it is so clearly comedic because, listen, she comes in. First of all, Howard's been horny all movie. He's... He gets teleported to Earth while jacking it. Then he's at the he's at the unemployment office to get a job, and the woman bends over, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh. that." And then and I then she about that Oh, which then she then gets him a job at the brothel based off the fact that he's trying to bite her exactly. ass. She's like, "Oh, I have a place exactly. for you." Exactly. the The basis of this character is horny, and then she comes in in her underwear and he's talking big game and then she goes into it and he's like oh i i was just joking and that's hilarious the basic absurdity of this woman trying to seduce a an anthropomorphic duck who's been trying to fuck all movie and then him in that moment being like i gotta get out of here is beautiful i i agree somewhat but i think it's it, it is it, it needed to commit to that if this movie wanted to listen 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 can you not agree that most of the movie is a lot of large stretches of the movie are not dealing with that if this movie wanted to be a raunchy vulgar sex comedy i think it could absolutely work in that format and it's i'd love to, i'd be very interested in seeing that done i wonder if the canceled kevin smith howard the duck show on hulu would have been like that i think that absolutely is a way you can take this character but i don't think they take him that way for enough of the movie this okay this is where i'll agree with you and that's my biggest complaint with the movie is that it doesn't commit to being like balls to the walls absurd enough but i but specifically this scene i think was genius in terms of comedy i want to add that i didn't catch the entire point of that whole like thing being a build-up to that scene which i find a lot better knowing that because like i didn't make that connection and now it makes a lot more sense but he's jason uh we're the same yeah i really wish in the same vein that like it would have gone further then because like i didn't catch that on my first watch of it that it was like building up to that dog they walk into her kissing his bill you see it on the curtain and there's a woman kissing a duck bill and they that's funny she's about to go down they're, they're gonna yes but they when they walk in and they show no the no 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 it is it's a very funny silhouette so i I mean, ultimately, like, I, Jason's winning me over a little bit here. <laughs> I'm so fucked. Jason's honestly kind of won me over a little bit, too. Honestly. Listen, I, I still think the movie is very bad. I still do not think... I still think Jason is much more favorable on it than I am. I see what he is saying, but again, my, my opinion is it suffers from the issue of it needed to be... It doesn't know if it wants to be a kid's movie or a sex comedy, and that's not two things you can blend together very well. Here's the thing, that almost makes it funnier to me in certain parts. But it's, it's for a full but, film. But I do wish that they had fully committed to, to one or the other. And you can do a sex comedy and still have like the, a heart of it, not that this movie has a lot of heart, but you could have done that and then still had heart of him like trying to get home, but then falling in love with Beverly. This movie had so it's, much it's, it's one of those weird things that it's like, I don't, I can't remember just because of the I, I just I'm not looking it up but like I don't know what the 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 ratings were like back then in terms of like you know age ratings and stuff like that if they still had if they had the um motion pictures blah 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 MPAA stuff going on um and 
I assume it was at that time because I remember when we were watching um, Swamp Thing that it was well, that was PG, right? Yeah, PG. I believe this is and this is PG as well because PG thirteen didn't yeah. exist. So that like it just I I see the movie and I see like okay I get the childlike stuff and that stuff makes sense. But, like, one of the weird things that I noticed about the movie is that they curse maybe once or twice, but, like, are perfectly fine showing full frontal duck nudity. And tasteful human and, side boob. And lots of side boob and lots of sexual... Some, some uh, ass. Some ass. Uh, so, like, it just makes me, like... I know that's probably just, a, like, a, a thing of the times where it's, like, okay, some things are a bit more prude than others. Uh, that, that, that people are a bit more prude about than other things. But, like, it's still just such a weird thing to see it, like... if. This is an adult film, essentially, or if this is marketed towards an adult audience, cursing would be fine, and they'd be like, I feel like they wouldn't be, like, against doing that, and it seemed like they kind of were holding back a fair amount of the time, but then you also have situations where you have these just adult themes in this movie, and it's so strange. I just, I much prefer the way, again, to, to bring up Batman 1966 again, the way they handled those types of things, then as a, ultimately a kids movie slash family movie, than the way this did. Also, that movie is just funny. Um, so upon their arrival at the laboratory, the laser spectroscope malfunctions upon activation, raising the possibility of something else being transported to Earth. At this point, Dr. Walter Jennings is possessed by a life form from a distant region of space. When they visit a diner, the creature, which, side note, the diner is it's like Joe... Ro- Joe Roma's Cajun sushi. So I, I want to know what the food is like there. It was a bunch of uh, hillbillies with some uh, Japanese. Head. Yeah, that felt a little bit fucked up. Oh, it was definitely in poor taste. Yeah, but you know, I also am just curious about the food. Diner food? Is it Cajun food? Is it sushi? You, we only saw it's diner. Like hibachi we going only on. saw like a hibachi. We saw a hibachi chef. We didn't see what he was making. And then when they brought the food out, it was only like diner food. Yeah, yeah, Howard got like diner breakfast and then it's freaked out by the eggs. So when they visit the diner, the creature introduces itself as Dark Overlord of the Universe and demonstrates its developing mental powers by <laughs> destroying the table <laughs> utensils and condiments. Dark Lord of the Universe. And the guy looks like fucking Nigel Thornberry. It's <laughs> just like, ah, smashing. Smashing. There's certain moments of this movie that almost feel like a spoof. Like it yeah. almost feels like space balls. Like, like, like the fact that he like, just like they're making jokes about him like you know having food poisoning and then he's like i'm the dark overlord of the universe every time he said that matt laughed (laughs) like it's like it almost feels like it's making fun of itself (laughs) um so a fight ensues when a group of truckers in the diner begins to insult howard howard's captured and almost killed by the diner chef but the dark overlord destroys the diner and escapes with beverly um it's kind of fucked up they try to like cook howard alive which is as he's like like talking so they're like well aware that this is a like you know sentient creature fully, yeah fully like alive conscious being howard locates phil who's arrested for his presence at the laboratory with no security clearance after they escape they discover an ultralight aircraft which they use to search for the dark lord and beverly at the laboratory the dark overlord plans it's so silly to say that plans to transfer another of his kind into beverly's body with the dimension machine you have to say the full name by the way it just i'm just reading no, it it's off the of dark thing, overlord man. of the universe sorry yes the dark overlord of the universe Um, At the laboratory, the dark overlord of the universe plans to transfer another of his kind into Beverly's body with the dimension machine. Howard and Phil arrive and seemingly destroy the dark overlord of the universe with an experimental (laughs) neutron disintegrator. But the creature is merely forced out of Jennings' body and now attacks them in his true form. Howard fires the neutron disintegrator at the hideous beast, otherwise known as the dark overlord of the universe. 
obliterating him. He then destroys the laser spectroscope, preventing more dark overlords of the universe from arriving on Earth, but is all but also ruining his only chance of returning to Duck World. Howard then becomes Beverly's manager. Um also he's her boyfriend, she says it in the diner scene. I don't know why that was excluded from the synopsis, but they're very much in a relationship, a monogamous, loving, sexually active relationship. Howard then becomes Beverly's manager, hires Phil as an employee on her tour, and performs with her on stage, where you hear the classic Howard the Duck theme song. Howard the, the duck, duck saving, saving human, human race. race. That's going to be painful I, for our listeners. I have, I have questions. Are the dark overlords of the universe like their own species? Or are there only like four of them? Well, that's a great question, Sean. They don't explain that. I want answers because they all look the same. They look like they're part of the same species. Do you think the dark overlords of the universe have like a fucking orgy together? They definitely are the same species. I don't know how many there are. We see three others coming through the portal, but I got to imagine there's more. And those are probably just the first to answer the call would be my speculation. They definitely fuck each other to answer that question. No, but like they, it's definitely like a group, like it's a group activity. Do you think they have sex with their arm tentacles? Well, side note, speaking of arm tentacles, uh, (laughs) that's a hell of a sentence. Excuse me? I quite enjoyed the Dark Overlord of the Universe design and in general that it was a stop motion monster. I think any of the practical effects like the Howard suit or the Dark Overlord of the Universe are pretty solid, pretty strong. The special effects like lasers and shit that are coming out of Jennings before he's transformed or whatever, those aren't good. Those are bad. But anything practical looks really the good. The only thing I had an issue with when they showed the Dark Overlord of the Universe is you could definitely tell like when they superimposed it in darker areas. It was only in darker areas though where it really mattered because like when it was in darker areas you could kind of see the white outline of like the the... the where the stat, where the models were um so like creature design was good oh well, well yeah that looked kind of like neat and was like oh wow that's interesting and i like that they essentially do the stop like it's a big stop motion animation thing and it felt really neat it felt so weird though it doesn't feel like it fits in with the rest of the movie which i think is a good thing because it seems kind of funny that it's just like i'll oh, look big random creature at the end of the movie here you get it it just did not look like it fit in with everything else though like not in like a like it it didn't look like it fit in there like it just the design was weird for everything else yeah it's a it's a lot more like grotesque yeah it is like it's almost like the mouth and like the handholds that the tentacles come out almost look they're not bloody but they look like raw almost and there's like a lot of teeth it's it's kind of freaky it's kind of gross yes you agree yes i agree great great thoughts jason well listen the whole time that, that those monsters were on screen, I was just making jokes about Stranger Things. So, I mean... Yeah, you just could be like, is this this Vecna I keep hearing about? <laughs> I've never seen Stranger Things. Never seen a single episode of Stranger Things. I don't know shit about shit. So, and it was really only funny to me. <laughs> well, but, do we all agree also that the uh, Howard the Duck theme song fucking banged? Oh, yeah. Oh, it it's gonna be stuck in my head yeah. for a while does it's that's the like, sad part that's sad what do you mean it's sad i hope i hope if we ever get another iteration of howard the duck in like a movie or a show they incorporate that song honestly it, it's up there with i mean bohemian rhapsody <laughs> stairway to heaven it's right up there with him it makes it so much better that howard wrote that song in, in universe can you guys believe that howard the duck was the, this is the first feature-length, like, theatrically released Marvel Comics movie. Howard the Duck. Really? Produced Wasn't by there, like, George a Lucas. Movie before it was that? a 1940s serial. Oh. They aired, like, this, it was, they aired, like, several, you know, back then they would air, like, like these, like, 15-minute type of, like, serialized shorts that strung together. So you had that back in the 40s. Um, a lot of, during that era of film, there was a lot of, like, super old-school superhero serials, Batman, Superman, um, things like that. 
and you can actually find them online, but this was the first, like, actually, like, put-together feature-length theatrically released one, um, and then there's not another one until, I believe, Blade in 1998, if I'm getting my dates right. There was plenty of other things, like, um, the infamous 1990 Captain America movie, or the Nick Fury movie with David Hasselhoff, but those were all, while initially planned for theatrical release, they ended up going straight to video, or straight to TV. So this, it was this, and then Blade. <laughs> Wait. Pause. David Hasselhoff? The Fury, yeah. I've seen it. It's not good. I've seen I it. it as, I watched it. I was, like, I was like a little kid and it was on TV and I was like, Dad, why didn't you tell me there's a Nick Fury movie? And he was like, I didn't even know it existed because, you know. And then I watched it and was like, oh. I remember the Captain America movie. Because when I realized movies could be bad. Oh, I haven't seen the 90s Italian Captain America. Or the I, Italian Red Skull. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it was made by an Italian filmmaker. It's um, I don't know. It's actually it's like fucking Filipino or something. Oh, really? It's a spaghetti um, western. It's a spaghetti but, the, western. but that guy who plays the Red Skull, you know, famous Nazi German villain, is an Italian and is like very Italian and has an Italian accent. <laughs> Captain America is played by J D. Salinger's son, Matt Salinger. What? Um, the the cow is made of rubber and has fake rubber ears because Dude, they couldn't for, instead of getting his ears through an ear hole. I'm learning so it much. It was marketed. It was sorry. It's Yugoslavian. It's an American Yugoslavian film, and it was marketed in the Philippines, which is where I got that as Blood Match. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can find it online. This is great. Um, there's also the unreleased Fantastic Four movie um, that was made for rights purposes. So, Man, I wish we could see that Captain America movie. Uh, I mean, you can watch it on your own time. I'm just not including it. You can find it online. I'm just not including it in this because I just wanted to limit it to theatrically release because if we started doing shit like that, it was just there's enough bad as it is. Gotcha. There's enough of these as it is and enough bad ones as it is that I don't need to include all these like failed films that were so bad that they didn't get their plan. I need to releases. see the Hasselhoff, I though. <laughs> Look it up. Um, if we put it in a theater, does that count as it being theatrically no, released? No, absolutely not. Fuck. I will not be doing that. If we get um, enough viewers, we'll make, it a, we'll make it a Patreon. <laughs> oh, that's what I'll say. If we get enough viewers, we can always, if we can always, when we catch up on to like current day, we can always circle back. Um, we could do that or we make a Patreon and we have exclusive episodes. You know what? We'll cross that bridge when we get a viewer, a listener. Speaking of the Patreon, that reminds awesome. me that, you know, I love the refreshing taste of Michelob Ultra. Um, and you, ca- you gotta stop with these fake non-sponsors. I never said that they sponsored us. I f- you're implying it. You're implying I it. I am simply telling you my pre- you don't drink beer correct <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm trying to gaslight brands okay <laughs> like i'm all for gaslighting companies but come on gaslight spin so all right um favorite things least favorite things would you recommend myself um i kind of already said all of this but to recap favorite things have got to be um howard and beverly the howard suit looks great um i think leah thompson as beverly is great the uh shared performance as howard is good the two of them work together well work well together even if the relationship's not developed well in the progression of the movie least favorite things have got to be the inconsistency between being a movie for small children and a movie for perverted adults um and just the general lack of being funny for something that is clearly aiming to be funny i laughed only a few times and many of those laps were I don't think we're necessarily intentional. Some were, but as a whole, I think it misses on its comedy a lot more than it hits. And while Jason's positivity has definitely swayed me to hating this less than I originally did, um, as the only person who had seen this before today, I still do not like it and absolutely would not recommend it. Uh, this is great. This podcast went by so fast. We're already at the recommendation part? Yeah. I, I still we, got some we, time we, left We in also here. spent like 15 to 20 minutes of this, like not even talking about the movie.
I thought it was 30 minutes. I'm still... Listen, I got 60 points on the board, and the fourth quarter hasn't even started, bro. I'm, I'm still ready to go. Take the floor. Say something. Um, well, listen, my... What's my favorite part? What's my favorite okay. part? <laughs> you can answer that, buddy. My favorite my favorite part was, I think, like, as much as I thought there were times where I wish it had committed to being, like, funny and, like, a full-on comedy and all that, I, I do think that Howard was a very funny character and, like, his... He was... Even though some of the jokes that involved him may not have come across as very funny, he, as a character had good like sarcastic delivery and all that like the scene in the diner where i forget what the context is but he gets like there's like a mild inconvenience and he's like i'm gonna kill someone <laughs> and that was, that shit was so fucking funny to me so i think howard w was a big highlight just his you know his swagger and his delivery um least favorite part i think i yeah probably just like the lack of committing to being either like just a fun action movie or like a straightforward comedy like it doesn't really pick a lane well kind of hovers between i think that's the worst part i would recommend it but only in a certain if you're by yourself don't watch this fucking movie if you're with some buddies maybe you're drinking maybe you're you know i, I you know listen i don't condone any drug use but maybe if you know you know you got some drinks in you maybe you, you know passing something around methamphetamine i don't know what then then maybe throw this on it'll be a good time no it does not get a <laughs> recommendation from me <laughs> just... that's recommendations are always my favorite because they're so blunt if he hates it he's just like no and he just co nobody complains better than matt i thought <laughs> but then also when he likes it he's so passionate sorry continue i just wanted <laughs> I to praise thought you it was gonna end there after you said no <laughs> i was actually gonna end it but if you want me to expand upon no, it further listen, sure. please, please do please expand please get into detail no, favorites expand. least favorites whatever i want to hear your thoughts you don't talk as much i want to see you expand expand i will expand for you sean oh, please do all right so the movie first is all over the place plot wise it starts out as like some kind of over the top like out uh fish out of water oh duck in human world type of film right and all of a sudden there's like a fucking super villain who's bring his other dark lords from his planet into this world hey, excuse me excuse me you want to you want to put some respect on that name dark overlord of the universe sean i don't give a shit about this movie enough to remember that name dark overlord of the universe don't make me go come over there and kiss you okay shut the fuck up sean anyway i totally disagree with jason i do not think any of the humor landed i think it's fucking shit with all the, his shitty duck puns and <laughs> stupid sex He said, jokes. I'm gonna kill some. <laughs> like, like, For no reason. That's not a duck pun, though. That's just, that's funny. But you said none of that's the humor. That's not a duck pun. That's okay. funny. No, this is where we have beef. You said none of the humor landed. Now you're acknowledging all right. that. All right, fine. Some of it landed. The, the part where he, like, goes uh, under the, uh, what was it? The arms bar or something like that. Suck I me. will fucking suck you. Don't say it again. Anyway. Save that for the Patreon. Fine, all right. <laughs> no, save that for OnlyFans, man. Yeah, go to our OnlyFans at www.onlyfans.com slash... Come truly illiterate. Come to... <laughs> Came out, got that off the dome. Is that any good? <laughs> that was good. That was better than what I was gonna come up with. <laughs> oh, I got it better. Come truly illiterate. Oh, 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 
how long did it take you to come up with that? None of us, none of us, I just did oh. it now. You just watched me come up. None of us have a clit, but it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Listen, listen, clits are funny. What are you going to do? Okay, okay, we need, we need to, we need to run it back. Matt, finishing thoughts. <laughs> Call it that when you invite, invite Priya over. <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> Oh, God damn it. What's funny is, I don't know if she'll still be listening to this point, but I know for a fact Priya's mother, if for some reason she is listening to this whole Monica. Um, Yo, Mom. Did listen to our intro episode. And does say that she plans to listen to more oh, of them. No. So there is a chance that she's heard all of this. I'm not sorry. In which case, I'm so I stand by it. Matt, even though I'm beefing with Matt, Matt's my guy and I stand by it. No. Honestly, this right here, this last like three minutes may be our peak. Peak has been this whole episode. This is my 80, this is my 81 point game. I'm Kobe. <laughs> okay, okay, Kobe. Well, does Matt have anything else to say before we pass it off to Sean? All right, so I did not like most of this film. I did not like most of the jokes, especially the tug puns. I did not like the sexual tension between our two leads. I did not, I did not enjoy their scene together. She did, <laughs> Jesus talking about, Jesus talking Talking about how oh they fell out of this moment and fucking fell out of that moment. It's just, what the fuck is so this? It's disgusting. It's so gross. No, this see this is where I this is where I beef with Matt because he's so he's so close-minded. Oh my god, you're so quick to hate. You're so quick to hate. Yeah, like, like like Matt has love such a love. vitriol towards like the minions. And listen, like they're not good movies. They're annoying. I get it, but like he has such he gets so angry about them, and I'm like just. Don't it's, I don't hate the minions. I hate what they Just represent. Just don't see the fucking movie. I don't see the fucking movie. I think I the problem with the minions is that people are watching that movie and exactly. they shouldn't be. <laughs> I hate it. And I was one of those people. All right, one second. Let's 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 hear Sean's opinion first before we go further. This is this could go on forever. I I, I, I want to curtail the minions talk here and just get Sean's wrap up thoughts, please. No 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 no. We're talking about minions now. It's, it's one thing to talk about a theoretical only fans but unless the minions are gonna factor into that let's cut them out of the conversation <laughs> oh well they're factoring into that <laughs> all right sean please uh, tell me what you thought um, of the movie good parts um that's a good question uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I, know, name, I know right <laughs> you know what i i like a lot of the I like a lot of the ideas behind this movie. I think if they went full, full full committal with a lot of the stuff that they had, either like again, like Jason said, pick a lane. I think it would have really been fantastic. Um, it has so much untapped potential. And I think that's what I'll, I'll give this movie like some positive for. It has a lot of untapped potential. It has a lot of areas that I could see that are like really good. The acting, both the leads in general, are really well done. Uh, for most for the most part, I should say. Um, there's some things that are weird. Uh, some really weird stuff. Jason would know. Um. Oh, he enjoys it. Oh, I know he enjoys it. He's a feathery. Um. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> That's not a joke, by the way. That's an actual real fear that Jason has. I'm actually, I'm actually a huge fan of no, not even trying to be gross. 
I'm actually a huge fan of ducks. That's also one of my favorite animals. I love um, mallards. I love the ones with the big, technically the breasts or whatever, but they look like big bellies, and I call them big belly boys, and they're all white and smooth. Ducks are great. Ducks are also the best in all media. I love Howard the Duck. I love Daffy. I love Donald. Ducks are adorable, not going to no lie. Ducks land. They're okay. very First cute. First of all, I love it when uh, they have the they're videos. Adorable. Those like, like uh, white ducks. It looks so poofy, just go in your hand, they just like jiggle a little bit, and it looks like they made out of jello. <laughs> they just jiggle a little bit, anyways. Uh, what I didn't like about this movie is that, like, yeah, I kind of agree, there's a lot of it that just is, doesn't the jokes don't land, unlike ducks, they do land. Um, so I just it, it just it feels like there's just a lot of I think, like, yeah, it, the biggest thing is mispotential. There's a lot of mispotential, they should have really just picked a lane, they should have really just chosen what the, they wanted the movie to be tonally and uh yeah i think i do recommend it though i think after everything that i've seen i think i would say that i recommend it i recommend watching it with a group of people that can genuinely like see this movie for what it is and just make fun of it because otherwise i don't think it'd be fun to like watch alone but i think it's worth at least one watch just to see it and kind of like it just, it has such, despite the fact that some people feel like this movie is viscerally atrocious, it still has, like, a cultural impact in some way, shape, or form, and that's why I kind of more or less recommend it, because it does have its own cult following and everything like that, so, and on top of that, like, watching it this time was, like, a little bit of an experience just to say that, like, okay, I've seen it now, and now I know what the fuck this weird shit is, and knowing that this is Marvel's first movie is very uncomfortable. It's a sleeper hit, I'm just, telling you. I, I, I'm just stunned. If you, if you, I'm just floored that we got two basic, two conditional recs, but two yes recommends out of this movie. Um, I, I also want to throw in there real quick, uh, Howard the Duck, genuinely one of my top 10 Marvel, like favorite Marvel characters. Uh, I actually really love Howard the Duck. Um, and my, my real introduction to him, um, in a more like, I don't want to say serious sense. He's a like pretty comedic character. Um, but like in a, not just like in a meme, I don't mean like I, as a character, um, was in Chip Zdarsky and Joe Quinones, if I said that wrong, because I'm white, sorry, I probably did, um, fantastic Howard the Duck run, um, the first volume, volume zero, called What the Duck, um, if you have interest in Howard as a character, um, whether because you've just heard about him, or you've, you maybe read some of his older stuff, I highly recommend those, so I just wanted to throw that out there on the topic of Howard, um, because he's, he's truly actually a really interesting, lovable guy, and that, this book is really, really funny and heartfelt. So, if no one else has anything to say, we, uh, we'll do our usual, what, what's up? We have to talk about the no. minions. No, <laughs> um, so on that note, uh, cutting that off before it gets too far in, uh, thank you to, um, I'm gonna say you're at wrong, Alo. Sorry, buddy, but you shouldn't have changed it to something I'm too stupid to say. Voldemort? It looks like Voldemort, but with missing letters. V-O-D-M-O-R-T-E um, for our channel art. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at JakeWalter98, capital J, capital W, no spaces, no underscores, no dashes. Um, Jason, you want to plug your shit? Yeah, one sec. Okay. Right. <laughs> You're stupid. No, sorry, I, I, had to, I had to pull up my Twitter to remember my Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's a problem, man. I, mean, I make music. I'm working on an EP. It's going to be called Cult Classic. I don't know when the fuck it's going to be out. Never. I'll figure it out. It's going to be four songs. Is it? Uh, I have like one and a half done, including 
including Pins and Needles, which is the intro-outro music. Uh, the other one's going to be called Bleach in a Paper Cut, so that's coming. Um, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at TheUpsidesPA, on Twitter at the underscore upsides pa and my soundcloud is the upsides if you're interested in continuing to check us out uh you can follow us at illiterate underscore pod that's the app for both twitter and instagram you can reach us at culture illiterate pod at gmail.com for any uh comments questions uh please feel free to leave a review we're on spotify apple Podcasts. we're also on youtube uh culture illiterate podcast is the channel name uh on anchor episodes are bi-weekly so you can catch us in two weeks we're going to talk about christopher reeves final out- outing as the man of tomorrow oh Superman hell 4, yeah quest for peace hell yeah you excited for that one buddy oh yes i get two exciting movies in a row this and then fucking quest for peace it's the movie about superman's dna gaining on like some kind of nuclear meteor and it mutates into a super villain well we're we're saving that for the next podcast this is a teaser okay i need to tease, tease me every day well it will go into another iconically bad one so uh thank you for listening uh, uh, and we will talk with you again next time. Mm-hmm.